0: Look out. Surging up from the depths of the sea. Horrifying, mysterious creatures whose attack on people sends the whole countryside on an endless search. Unless
1: something is done and done
0: quickly. Is this the end of our civilization?
2: You'll pioneer with us the perilous descent into the unknown.
1: What does that mean? What are you even talking about? A deep, penetrating dive.
2: In the last calm
1: and reflective moment, before the monsters came, from the deep
0: dive welcome to the podcast humanoids from the deep dive where we dig deep into the meanings and context of your favorite monsters and monster movies each episode will see guests and myself give our take on an important movie monster and or film and what we think it means using everything from history and philosophy to films and folklore today's episode we will be covering one of my favorite holiday creature features mike doherty's excellent 2015 horror comedy krampus Fans of the show can find us on Spotify, Google, and iTunes. Also follow us at HFT Dive. I'm your host, Jeff Ewing. I'm an entertainment contributor for Forbes on Genre Film, with Bylines in Nightmare on Film Street and Shudders the Bite. And I've co-edited two books on Monster Media, Alien Philosophy, and Stranger Things in Philosophy, as well as having written academic book chapters on everything from The Devil and Hell to Cloverfield, Frankenstein, and Jurassic Park. I'm pleased to introduce two excellent guests for today's episode. Kimberly Elizabeth and John DeHaan are the co-founders and co-hosts of the excellent podcast Nightmare on Film Street, now part of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network, as well as the online Nightmare on Film Street blog, of which I am a proud contributor. Welcome, Kim and John.
1: Hey, man. Thanks Thanks. so much for having us on the show.
2: (laughs) I was like, are you going to speak first or do I go first?
0: (laughs) We should have had (laughs) Hansen.
2: Turns out we went at the same time. Uh, Thank you so much for having us.
0: I'm very glad that you can be here.
1: I feel wholly unprepared now, especially, like, listening to you talk about how much of a monster expert you are. Like, as far as I'm concerned, it's like, I wrote a blog post once.
2: <laughs> I watched it this morning. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> All those things count.
2: Also, also, too, you, you said Krampus at the beginning, and I was like, oh, God, I say Krampus. Is that wrong? Am I wrong?
0: <laughs> to the uh, the audience at home, my guests are Canadian, ergo... <laughs>
1: Is Krampus the Canadian pronunciation? Is that I've been saying it is It is now. Time. We're, oh, we're owning it <laughs>
0: now. I, okay. Officially, officially, yes, it is Krampus. It's eh? just
2: our accent, John.
0: <laughs> you don't really have a, a, a really
1: noticeable accent to me. That is the most polite thing you have ever said to me ever. Thank you so very much.
2: <laughs> we make fun of John all the time on uh, on our podcast because he he's got a few uh, a few words that that get the the Canadian twang. <laughs>
0: it's okay i had uh my first podcast episode i had someone uh very kindly message me and they didn't mean it as a bad thing but they're like where are you from because i'm trying to figure out how you pronounce things like what region of the country you're from and i'm like do i pronounce things weirdly <laughs> yeah how do you take that
2: <laughs> like what like, words what
0: do you mean <laughs> so uh we're covering both the creature and the film krampus today and before we dive into the review portion I'll I'll give a general plot summary of the film. Three days before Christmas, the Engel family gathers. Their son, Max, is a strong believer in Santa and drafts a heartfelt letter to kindly old St. Nick. When the family's relatives visit, it causes tension in the house and his cousins read his private letter to Santa in an act of bullying. In a later fit of anger, Max declares he hates his family, he hates Christmas, and he tears the letter up as the wind carries it into the sky. They find themselves the next day overcome by an impossibly sudden and dense blizzard and soon discover they're under siege by frightening supernatural forces. For now, we'll leave it there. We'll get into all the nitty gritty of what happens later. Yeah, this is one of my favorite holiday sort of creature features, horror comedies. I'd like to start out with that, like an out of five review from from each of you first, and see what your thoughts are generally. Right out of the gate, uh, I don't ooh. even get to defend my <laughs> position first. <laughs> you can take Two this however you want. Um. Okay.
1: Uh. Dang. Mm, I keep I keep flip flopping between like a three point five to four out of five because this movie is a hell of a lot of fun. And this yeah. is like a real Crampus. Mm-hmm. is a really. <laughs> he has such a cool design in this movie.
2: Yeah, I have such a yeah. weird relationship with it because um, it's one of those instant classics in that, like, I'll watch it every single Christmas season, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if I, I actually love the film, but I appreciate everything about it. Like, I appreciate the creature design. I appreciate the, the holiday vibe of it, but there's mm-hmm. there's something about it that... that I don't know.
1: So that rating?
2: It's, yeah, I know. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, getting there. I'm getting there. You go first.
1: <laughs> I, I have
0: time, so so walk it out.
1: I'm gonna go with a a, a three point five, just because that's what I gave it this morning when I watched it uh, at home on Letterboxd. And uh, okay. okay, but but you know, like when you catch me on a real good day, like nice cocoa that I've <laughs> spiced up, and I'm like feeding to my 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 young niece and nephew, <laughs> um, then yeah, maybe mm-hmm. a four. <laughs>
0: Okay okay,
2: 3 point5 maybe a four Is that your final?
1: <laughs> okay. is that your final answer? okay, well, if I need to like give it a firm <laughs> rate, I for now will say 3.5. okay
2: yeah, I I think I think I'm actually also going to do a 3.5. I was I see I'm I'm like if you catch me on a bad day, it's a three, but today we watched it. I really enjoyed it 3.5 okay,
0: what are what are your uh what are your positives and negatives? Well, I mean first off Krampus creature design killer love it a plus and I, I
1: honestly when i talk about this movie and like i can't wait to talk with you about it like all i ever want to talk about is the ending i think it has such a weird mm. ending that you can talk about mm-hmm. forever um yeah and and yeah like and all of the other monsters that show up like out of krampus's bag are, are pretty rad
0: yeah i give it uh like i have a Uh, Marked for the themes that I want to talk about A lot related to the ending Good. Um, So I definitely In the deep dive portion want to like Really dig into the implications of that
1: Yeah and and like I guess some of the other things That I really enjoy about it is that It remains a Christmas movie without just being Like a standard horror movie that happens to be set At Christmas it retains A lot of that Mm -hmm. holiday Which there's
2: nothing wrong with that
1: No there's there's definitely nothing wrong with that Are you kidding me? I love a movie with a guy Who just grabs a Santa Claus outfit and an axe For no damn reason (laughs)
0: And it's a Christmas movie now.
1: Yeah, but he, he, Mike Doherty, seems to have this. I mean, we're we're looking at two movies now. You know, unless it's God, made unless in God's... the holiday guy
2: though. Like yeah. he's officially the holiday guy. He's like, guys, I only yep. have two movies. It was like, sorry, Trick or Treat was the best thing ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Trick or Treat was awesome. Um, and now, he, I mean, now he's basically the monster guy because he did um, uh, the new Godzilla movie, yeah. which, uh, which is like my Christmas. Every time there's a new Godzilla movie out.
1: That's dope. Oh man, you must be especially <laughs> upset about the the Kong and Godzilla delays.
0: Oh, I I I'm actually really, really yeah, it was my whole plan this year to just like watch that and be happy. <laughs> yeah. Blank and be happy.
2: <laughs> was everybody's yeah. plan this year yeah. that just all got <laughs> obliterated.
1: <laughs> the the I, honestly I think uh like thinking about negative stuff about the movie, the only thing that's really um, hurts my rating, I suppose, is that I feel like it slows down a little too much in the third act. Like, especially mm-hmm. once they decide to leave the house, it just seems a little too rushed. There isn't as much focus put into the yeah. climax as as the rest of the movie. Um, but it's never enough for me to walk away and say I didn't like it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think for me, for my rating, um, I agree with you on the creature design. I think there's a lot of elements that really work like Adam Scott and Tony Collette are excellent in it. I think the pacing is a little weird in the most of the second act, I guess, Mm. but ultimately I'd probably give it four out of five because it just threw so much different and creative elements in and they, the way they relate together works.
1: And they do a great job of building the mythology of, of Krampus as well. Like, if you've never heard of him before the movie, mm-hmm. which was me before I sat down to see him in the theater, uh, like, you feel like you're getting a bit of a, like, Wikipedia entry, like, 101 intro class on Krampus.
2: Well, and you also get those fantastical elements, too, like those fun uh, spin on cr- traditional Christmas creatures that have just gone and been Krampusified, like the gingerbread kids, the jack-in-the-box. box mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that crazy angel.
1: Like, what came first, oh. right? Like, the, the, the Christmas angel or the Christmas demon angel, and we just, like, you know what, maybe it'd be nicer if it didn't have a mouth that split open into eight pieces.
0: And yeah. Eight oh, and yeah, but, oh, I'm sorry, the jack-in-the-box? Like, Krampus is scary, but the jack-in-the-box is horrifying. Truly horrifying.
2: And it eats the family dog. <laughs>
0: and it, he drools, like, he's got saliva. And there's like,
2: so many teeth in there. It's got this, like,
0: alien mouth. And he's
1: real happy about it, too, right? Like, he's... <laughs> (laughs) clapping he's applauding himself
0: for. he's like the epitome of fat and happy like he just gets fatter and fatter because he's full of your family
2: (laughs) and you picture it moving around like um delia's art in beetlejuice you know when when it animates at the wedding scene oh goodness
0: yeah and then also let's not forget like the snow beast that does a tremors thing under the snow and we never even see it what is that I don't know, but I don't want, I'll just stand on, you can't stand on a car because Krampus will get you and you can't be under one because you're screwed. Yeah, they eliminate that real quick.
2: There's very little safety in this movie, which which is really odd because you think of it like, I'll be home for the holidays, but then they start going outside and you're like, what are you doing? And not even that. They, Keep the fire hot. <laughs> when
1: you're going around the neighborhood, it seems like all the other, like he's already killed Everybody's every dead. other neighbor and he's just leaving
0: you to the last. Yeah, like this is your fault, but also your last. Homeboy, yeah. <laughs> you did this. Oh, this time watching it, I noticed there's some like soft, I don't know how intentional it is or if it's just like part of the horror lover ethos, but soft, like the thing reference. In so it's the first time they leave the house and they go to the neighbors and they've already been decimated by Krampus mm-hmm. and you see like the remains of the battle everywhere.
1: Okay, I see where you're getting at. Like, this is like the Russian station or the.
0: Yeah. Polish Norwegian, Norwegian. I
1: Norwegian think. Thank you. You're so right. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, it's very spooky too, because it's like a home got paused in mid Christmas, and there's snow on top
1: of
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like snow just kind of still like in, kind of lingering in the air, in the atmosphere yeah, of the house. Yeah, it's
1: weird. It's doesn't very he, eerie. Doesn't he also find like his daughter's hat or something at the house? Like there's evidence that his daughter was around.
0: Yeah, he finds something. Yeah, I might think it might be that he definitely finds something. And there's also just a gingerbread man impaled on the just, fridge. <laughs> I would totally be that guy, 100. That I'm like, my family's under attack. Screw you, gingerbread man.
1: <laughs> well, also you need to leave him as a warning to all the other gingerbread men.
0: <laughs> yeah, they need to know what's coming. Yeah, yeah they do.
2: Are, do you think they're <laughs> actually cookie? Like, if you the bake, dog ate one, can you can you He's eat, eat fine, an evil gingerbread it? man? <laughs>
0: Well, yes, they might not taste like cookie. They might be in the shape of... But They're like they might sour be
2: like... ginger. Like, ha-ha, we were made with the wrong flour and it's evil.
0: Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> or they might... Well, I mean, I don't know. They might look like gingerbread men and taste like, you know, goose or something. Whatever <laughs> goose tastes like.
2: Tastes like goose? That's the opposite of ginger. I think
0: it is. I didn't make the rule.
1: <laughs> it's the rule. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying not to, like... Below all of my monster talk in this portion <laughs> but I, I can't help to, the, the the clown for me is is the jack in the box is utterly terrifying because he has the same sort yes. of aesthetic that krampus has where krampus yes. is wearing a skin suit like we're not actually yeah what krampus looks like and that the way that jack in the box's face splits open i feel like there's a monster that's living inside this porcelain shell do you ever get that? Yeah. The child,
2: like he's a crab. Like he.
1: Yeah, that's he, a good like, way to describe it. Yeah, like a oh, hermit crab. Mm-hmm. He just moves
0: from bigger and bigger porcelain clowns.
2: Oh. <laughs> like, I prefer clowns. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it, it's almost like Eldritch in the way where it's like, oh, it has this personage, but that's just the the weird visage exterior of this thing we can't comprehend, maybe.
2: Yeah. See, and I picture the, the entire, like, jack part like the part that jumps out to be esophagus ugh. yeah like i think that whole hmm. thing is like swallow like that's like ugh. giraffe neck in there
0: oh or like 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 sandworms yeah, like, like, like dune
2: wet and just like, ugh. Ugh, like real gross and like the like the path in Coraline to the other mother's house but like the inside ugh. of, of, ugh, of an just, animal this is
1: not nice <laughs>
0: And you're just swallowed forever.
2: Eventually you'll hit the box, but he's going to digest you first. This
1: is like that scene in in Peter Jackson's King Kong where all the bugs come out and there's that, like a caterpillar bug that just like eats a guy's head. And it just, that, for whatever reason, that image has just stuck with me and I don't like it. It grosses me out.
2: Saliva is my (laughs) least favorite of the goos. (laughs) Of all goos, saliva is the worst. What's
1: your favorite goo?
0: I don't know. Like when we're talking monster goose, <laughs> which <laughs> one are you awesome. like, yeah, drop That's that my on me. <laughs> That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Because it's bouncing, I feel like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's a supernatural specialist to it. I would say bile gets a bad rap. Ooh.
2: Bile's smelly though. It's got that sour.
0: Oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not pro bile, but I just felt like it never gets a good defense. <laughs> and so for the purposes of spirited conversation.
2: And there's also like demonic- demonic vomit because like who knows what that even smells like it's it's green like pea soup but Ugh. it's not pea soup so what is this what does green demon vomit smell like
0: oh man <laughs> if only that's
2: nice like white hot chocolate that they've colored yeah. green
0: that's friendly <laughs> it's like like oh what what is that are you lighting a candle like no we have demons, <laughs> we have demons.
2: <laughs> frankincense that's how they tempt
0: you it's got to be good because they tempt you, you know? Oh, I
1: like that idea. That's okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so it looks like on balance, you know, we're we're pro the film, but there's still some issues with it. We'll have lots of time at the, the end to talk about some of the deeper issues and really dig into the creatures and whatnot. But I always like to, for things like this, give a pit stop for the folklore. Yeah. That's fun. It's a super
1: fun segment of this movie. Man, I, I love it when a movie has a story within a within it. Like, grandma, like, all right, everybody, pause. I know we're all about to be murdered. Come around the fire. I've got a story to tell <laughs> Grandma's
2: been
0: here before. Let <laughs> me tell you how you're all going yeah. to die.
1: <laughs> you know, I, and you know, unfortunately, I may be the oldest, but I will be the only
0: one who survives. Because <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, it just doesn't like me. Or maybe it only likes me. I don't know, but screw you. <laughs>
2: yeah because when when Krampus and grandma have their final reunion I don't know if he's like excited to see her I think he's just like get in the bag you know the rules what if he's showing up to
1: like fire her like he's her boss like I told you that you gotta keep the holiday spirit up we had this discussion when you were seven I murdered your family she
2: tried though did you see how much,
1: she had one did job did how much
2: baking she did
1: She's going nonstop. She baked the, the season away. What if all of our grandmothers have met Krampus and that's <laughs> why they all bake so
0: much? Honestly, I think maybe everyone's gra- grandmas would look a little like 10 years younger, but the, but meeting Krampus is just like, and I'm 80 now. <laughs> <laughs> it's immediately great. So in folklore, Krampus is not actually an individual entity's name traditionally, but it's more like a class of entity. Ooh. That serve as dark companions to Saint Nicholas, uh, or Santa, as it's become Americanized. So it's more of a vampire, not Dracula. Um, yeah, it's Just pretty like, cool. You know, like I, uh, I ran out of coal. Here's my vampire gang.
2: <laughs> well, and <laughs> yeah. the, the other thing too is that like uh, Krampus is the antithesis of Santa. So like Santa comes and gives mm-hmm. like. Gold and socks to the good kids. <laughs> <laughs> to good kids. And then Krampus comes with a bundle of sticks and whaps them. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He'll shove you in his sack <laughs> to hell after whacking you with some sticks.
2: So instead of like, you know, the the modern day interpretation of like, well, if you're bad, you'll get coal. Instead, there was this entire other figure that would come and like beat you up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like like my evil Christmas demon can beat up your evil Christmas <laughs> demon. It's, it's a very regional entity tradition or entity class traditionally, uh, usually Eastern European, Alpine, in regions like Austria, Hungary, Slovenia. And traditionally, the movie's interpretation is is pretty spot on. Oh, right on! It's said to to have dark hair with cloven hooves and goat horns, uh, fangs, a long pointed tongue. Krampus usually carries chains, sometimes accompanied with bells. He sounds so fucking cool.
2: He's like Metal Santa. <laughs> He's yeah. pretty
0: cool. He really is. <laughs> um, uh, and he often carries uh, bundles of birch branches to beat bad neighborhood the children.
1: <laughs> You know so much about Krampus. I this. do know a lot about
2: Krampus. When you are like, I didn't know anything about Krampus, I was like, who are you?
0: <laughs> and this is why you always invite two guests. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good choice. Statistics. I mean, Statistic. I
1: once went to a Krampus ball and dressed up like Krampus. That's the extent of my knowledge. Like, if it, if it's outside of my costume or this movie, I don't know.
2: <laughs> we did get you a lantern. It was pretty sweet. It was
1: pretty rad.
0: All I have is a sack that I use to capture bad kids. <laughs> is whacking with sticks. <laughs> um, and then sometimes, speaking of sacks, Krampus appears with a sack or basket strapped to his back. This is for the purpose of carting off evil children for drowning, <laughs> eating, or We're transport.
2: Merely for the trip to hell, but if we get hungry along the way, we have a full sack.
1: Something about drowning makes it especially <laughs> evil. Like, I, I'm taking this child for dinner. Like, I understand, of course, you know, he was a little shit. Yeah, you don't know, like, have you're, to eat. You gotta yeah, eat. But like, I'm taking this
0: child to drown <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's particularly malicious. It's not even functional. No, there's no purpose behind it. It's just entertainment. Exactly. You know? It's like more just, Krapus is bored. What? He doesn't have TV up there. So some research points to the figure's origin in pre-Christian traditions, going back to the you know mythical horn god figure. Masked devils acting boisterously and making nuisances of themselves are known in Germany since at least the 16th century, and it had become associated with, with Saint Nicholas starting in the 17th century. But it became really popular in its region since the 1800s. Coca-Cola ads. Oh, totally. <laughs>
2: You know those Krampus Coca-Cola ass.
0: <laughs> it's before the polar bears. They tried to drop us out for a good ten years. So,
1: so did I hear you correctly that Krampus, Krampus predates Saint Nicholas?
0: No, Saint Nicholas predates Krampus My for uh, by a few hundred years, but um, but it does kind of. It is older than the sort of American. I think I think its its origins are older than like the Americanized Santa that emerged from okay. Saint Nicholas. And uh, Europeans have been exchanging greeting cards featuring Krampus since the 1800s. And and those were kind of what formalized, because like all these different countries would have their different versions of the figure. And they kind of the different, with slightly different attributes, but they would become kind of centralized in this more traditional, what we call the Krampus figure because of these greeting cards in the 1800s. And they would have like greetings from Krampus on the top and they'd have like hubris rhymes and poems and and Krampus like looming menacingly over children. I this This.
1: bundle of sticks. (laughs) I mean you always think about people going from village to village being like oh you know in in my village we have this type of dance but in in this story it's like oh yeah in my village Krampus drowns kids.
2: Well there are so many different versions (laughs) of like these Christmas figures that are almost like I was reading the Bell snickel is almost like a Krampus figure but for a different Mm. region Mm -hmm. and it combines both St. Nicholas and Krampus like it's like this furry thing that has gold in one pocket and rock in the other and and so it's like it combines both but um i I actually read this really funny thing about one region where they they traditionally like uh celebrated or believed in Krampus it was almost like an Elf on the Shelf, and it was a year-round thing. So they had like a little mini crawfish in the house, oh, yeah. Man. And so it was to remind kids, like, "Oh, you have to be good, or you're gonna get the rootin' bundle." Man, I love <laughs> this. I want a crawfish in the house. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just like new, inventive ways <laughs> we... to scare your children. That's all this ever is.
2: But that was like pre- not time. You
0: know what? That's isn't that parenting. Yeah, yeah.
2: predates Elf on the Shelf. Predates Christianity. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Yeah. It's And then uh, there's also like the uh, the uh, I will butcher this pronunciation, but like Holupuki. Oh, of course. Which is the, Holupuki, the name yeah. for the entity in um, uh, in Rare Exports. Okay. OK. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a different version of the thing where it's also, if I remember right, kind of uh, like a dark Santa Claus directly in the same way. But in that film, obviously, it's larger, but it's a very similar variation on the theme. So you, you seem like the right guy to
1: ask, um, like in these, especially European folklore uh, stories, is there usually always like a dark entity that's paired with like a light entity and vice versa? Like, is this just essentially like uh, personifications, monstrifications of like a yin and yang kind of idea?
0: Well, I think in, in some countries there are versions that are kind of combined that have two aspects, but Often, the Krampus figure is directly paired with Saint Nicholas in 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 those traditions. Like if you uh, the okay, so the Feast of Saint Nicholas is often celebrated in parts of Europe. Europe on the sixth of December. We're almost Wait, there, folks. Get fat. And then, heck yeah! <laughs> and then the preceding, but the but the day before, the night before is Krampus Night. Or yeah. Krampus night yes. yes, yes, yes. Where. Where the you'll have like people dressed like Krampuses, like We're druggily running through the running streets, through the streets <laughs> <laughs> and like beating neighborhood it's children. The run. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, yeah, man.
0: yeah. It it's the
2: running it, of the Krobin yeah. hoof.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're like kind of intimately associated in in a lot of countries. It's also interesting too, because in Europe traditionally it was men doing the kid beating. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> surprise! But now, <laughs> surprise! <laughs> surprise! But now it's a lot more gender neutral. Like in the last few decades, as it's be- especially in the U.S., where it's become more I mean, popular. You
1: know, if you're gonna if you're gonna invite grandma to dinner. You gotta let her hit the kids.
2: <laughs> Put on your <laughs> cloven hoofs, grandma.
1: Yeah, she's like, I bake cookies all day, every day for two weeks, and I don't get to hit them with one stick. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, I thought that you promised birch sticks. (laughs) Oh, and sometimes Krampus has, instead of birch sticks, uh, like a whip.
2: Gotta have a whip.
0: Sometimes. For that extra reach. You know, you gotta have options, Well, I mean, if you're gonna
2: counter modern-day Santa, Santa's got a whole thing of reindeer. I'm sure he's got reins. Krampus needs the alternate of that.
1: Do you think Krampus has, like, one... Like cool, this is my like right
0: hand man monster, like Rudolph.
1: That'd be cool.
0: I would not be surprised, or like a like a Mrs. Crumpus. <laughs> oh, we have we we haven't even touched on oh, Mrs. Crumpus.
2: Can you imagine if you, and if she's wearing like Mrs. Crumpus's <laughs> face and it has like the curlers in her hair what? still, oh, but it's like shit, a mask, yeah. <laughs> and, like the horns are poking through.
0: Man, I'm into this. Okay, ride of Crumpus. Yeah, Write the script. Ride of
2: Krompus. Ride of Crumpus.
0: Oh. Oh, I think that's gonna be a holiday favorite for decades to come. <laughs>
2: and she beats you with Krampus. a rolling pin.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're essentially describing <laughs> that old lady poster from the from Black Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. W- one more thing about the the Krampusnacht parade. Um, the costume is traditionally made up of a hand carved wooden mask. And a suit made from sheep or goat skin. So wearing a suit like a skin mask is, as Krampus does in the film, is um, pretty OG. Wow.
1: That's a fun fact. They were really
0: going all out on this parade. (laughs) They were. Um, So in the film, uh, you know, Krampus is a massive hulking monstrosity wearing a flesh mask, as you mentioned. Uh, It pretty much generally follows the traditional picture of the entity and the design was so. Mike uh, Doherty did an initial sketch for the creature, and then took it to professional creature designer. And they actually—it's really grounded in the uh, in the folklore, but they innovated some for the film, trying to make a sort of, like, Americanized version of it in the way that Santa's, like, an Americanized version of St. Nicholas. Oh, so is this, like, where the idea
1: of, like, the cape comes in? Is it called a cape? Is it a cloak?
0: What do you call it? Yeah,
2: like, Santa's, well, he's got, like, Santa's, like, red and white traditional thing. It's just, like, very grubby.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, that's where they added that, and, um, they also added, like, Krampus doesn't traditionally have helper minions. There's, it's just, like, a class of entities, and they they beat the (laughs) kids, but but so he added helper and minions and weather control and stuff to make make him more of an explicit anti-clause yeah he
2: is very much like a, uh, an evil mirrored version of Santa Claus right down to like the toys yeah
0: exactly exactly. where he does give you toys you can't say that he doesn't give you toys but you They're also gonna eat you. wish that he kept the receipt <laughs> in Crawford's yeah. land toy yes. play
1: with you <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's bad I shouldn't have done that <laughs> oh man you know what no that's that the that. Tank right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna play that on loop <laughs> for 90 minutes it's the
2: podcast <laughs> the whole
0: podcast that's the show now that's that's my intro now forever <laughs> um, uh and and i always like to to give a shout out to whoever does the creatures uh the creature effects were done by new zealand's uh workshop with uh, a <laughs> shout out uh with Luke Hawker playing the titular Krampus entity. Oh,
1: man, imagine, like, posted up at the corner of a party and she would be like, hey, what's up? Do you know that I was
0: Krampus? Yeah. I wonder
2: how tall he is.
0: I actually don't know. Gotta, gotta be about, eight uh, feet, little... right? <laughs> yeah, they actually didn't add anything to his size. He's just... Um, actually, he brought the costume. <laughs> wow. I
1: was gonna say, you could probably get away with being a regular size because he hunches over a lot, right? That's
2: my favorite thing about Krampus mm-hmm. is just how, like curled up he is like, almost like a cinnamon bun of evil
1: because even in the flashback where grandma's telling us his little story he's still kind of like nah, he's curled up a little yeah, bit yeah
2: he's he's got a major hunch and like when he's on rooftops and stuff you're like what are you doing up there you don't look like you can get up there
0: according to biographyline.com the source for all human knowledge i've never heard of his site before he's supposed to be five feet nine inches oh,
2: the actor or the compass? Uh,
0: actor, wow, actor. You, really, you,
2: came,
0: you came up the with Krampus- that quick though That's yeah cool. I, I, uh, fun fact about me uh, back before I decided to do things that made me happy I was in grad school all the time <laughs> I'm really good at finding like facts on the fly oh
1: yeah that makes total sense I yeah I'm, I'm that nerd <laughs>
0: um, it is interesting that, that he hunches because I wonder um, like what at full standing height what he yeah, would be yeah like. because
2: he is very curved over
0: mm-hmm. I'm gonna just Throw out a
1: number and say 10 feet. You know what? 6.66 6. Six six feet tall. <laughs> That's
2: not tall. Though. He's 6.66 with the hunch.
1: Okay. I
0: buy that. 9.
1: And
2: he's 9. hunched 9. into a six.
0: With like his, uh, his hoof feet. Um, I, I saw somewhere saying that like some pictures of Krampus have him have like one hoof and I've one human foot. I've seen that too.
2: Oh. And they don't really know where it originates from, but it's kind of amazing. Yeah, no.
0: And it's like, do you just you know, sometimes you need one, sometimes you need yeah. the other.
2: And like it's like a clawy foot. And you're like, well, this doesn't look like a regular human foot. I don't know why we're classifying it as such.
0: Oh,
1: like he's just like always in transformation. Like he's got one foot in Maybe the like, it's human world. Maybe it's for
2: skateboarding.
1: Maybe it's <laughs> for skateboarding.
0: Oh, that is the best possible
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wapping Kids skateboarding. That
2: is a hip Krampus.
1: Oh man. Wake, bake
0: kids he's just like doing like a sweet trick and like like up this ramp and (laughs) scooping
2: kids in the bag on the half pipe
0: yes well it's it's because okay so let's be honest all the kids at the skate park naughty true true. (laughs) but he felt so limited because while they were on wheels couldn't catch them
1: if only I had a human foot oh boy do you think you had to ask Santa for it (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Santa's just like, okay, um, it's like like the uh the awkward brother that you don't really talk to anymore, like, well, we're still family, so I'll have them make you a foot. But only one.
2: Oh boy. Just,
0: just one. I mean,
2: Santa wears those um, tiny little black shoes. He might have hoofs <laughs> under there. We would never know.
1: Oh, good point. I've is- never seen him on vacation.
0: So true. Yeah, also, do the the elves make his shoes also? Probably? Yeah.
1: Are you talking about Krampus? Like, do they make... Oh, I see. Sorry.
0: Krampus <laughs> doesn't wear shoes. Do
1: the elves make Santa's shoes?
0: Yeah. Like, do they make all of his clothes, or do they just make them for children? <laughs> they they seem...
2: It would take 300 elves to make Santa's suit. Can you imagine? They'd be like the mice in Cinderella. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just, like, screw in <laughs> from the corners. It's kind of like a Ratatouille production line. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's so great! It's like uh, Santa took a lot of tips from Henry Ford. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, okay, here we go. Assembly <laughs> line, we got it.
0: One hundred percent Fordist uh, <laughs> motor production. One hundred percent. I kind of want to start digging deep into the the themes that some of like the deeper things and the more interesting questions that the movie provokes because there's so much detail in it. Was there anything that particularly struck you guys that you wanted to talk about? well I need to know where you land on
2: <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to get to that ending
0: yeah let's talk about the ending like,
1: okay. so, so okay. we establish that um, you know they, they've all gone through this horrible ordeal with Krampus they wake up the next morning it's as mm-hmm. though it never happened no one remembers it there's a nice soft hue on everything like maybe we're still in a dream until Max opens yeah. a box that has the Krampus bell in it and suddenly we all remember like, all of the horrible ordeals of the night before. And we zoom back out to see that they're in a dun, fucking dun, dun. snow globe. Mm-hmm. Now I need to know what you think of it. That snow globe. And, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, well, and what's worse, he puts it on the shelf. Yes! And it's full of countless other oh, snow yeah. globes as far as the eye so can good. see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I... Okay, there's one thing I don't like about the ending. Otherwise, I like it. Uh, it's such a weird, interesting fatalism to me, where it's like they're trapped in an eternal good but false Christmas. Okay, Maybe? so that is that
1: where you're landing? Like, you you think they are actually trapped in a
0: snow globe?
2: Well, you don't have to be...
0: I think they're trapped in a snow globe, okay. yeah. Well, then... Like a little pocket dimension thing. See,
2: that that is wonderful, and I think that's, that's like the horror of it, because it, it leaves you on the question of like, oh, are they there? Because that kind of explains too why when they're in the ordeal, why all the other houses are shut down already because they're in this like- Because already snatched
1: them up in the globes?
2: Well, yeah, like they're in this like netherverse where those houses aren't real. So it's just like the edge of the map.
1: Oh, there should have been a fucking
0: scene where they they kept driving And they
2: hit glass and they're like, ding, ding.
0: (laughs) Because that would have made a little bit more uh, sense, actually. Because the one question I had watching it, well, one of the questions was okay, so the whole Krampus thing is like, he's justified in intervening in your life and punishing you if you violate the spirit of Christmas, if you lose the spirit of Mm -hmm. Christmas, right? So why take out all the other families? Yeah. Like, they don't have shit to do with your kids. Like,
2: okay, well, or maybe they were the last, because they started with like a Black Christmas kind of thing. So it's almost like, Uh, Mm -hmm. Max, the kid in the family, is the very last person in this town with the spirit of Christmas. And so it's like when when Max loses his flame for Christmas, now Krampus can have free reign over this town.
1: This is like every Christmas movie ever where Santa's like, the sleigh can't take off because we we don't don't have have Christmas
2: spirit. Spirit. (laughs) It
0: it, it is. No, that's that's the funniest theme for me about this. Like there's a few themes, but like it's not, a disbelief in Santa that causes this because everybody else is just like, whatever, I don't believe in Santa. Like, it is the loss of Christmas spirit specifically. It's not not having it. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: I, I guess too, if we're supposed to take the beginning of the movie as like a hint toward that, like it's Black Christmas mm-hmm. style, Black Christmas, Black Friday style <laughs> shopping yeah. and everybody's trampling over each other. Everybody hates every mm-hmm. minute of it. So it's like, yeah, nobody in America has Christmas spirit anymore.
0: Wait, oh, I just thought of a possible interpretation that I never thought of before. Let's hear it. Like, what if it really is? uh, Because that that intro is interesting because it does show that there's this like widespread, there is no Christmas spirit anymore. What if Max was the last person on Earth to have Christmas spirit? I'm into
2: it. I mean, on Earth is pretty cool. Like, this is the Krampus apocalypse.
0: What? Yeah. What if it's the Krampus apocalypse? Like he was the last straw, and Krampus is like, "Sweet, I'm collecting all you fuckers now." Wow.
2: That's pr- that's even darker than the one family living in a snow globe. <laughs> so if if, if it's uh, yeah, the whole,
1: if the family is in a snow globe at the end of the movie, because I don't think the do you think the entire world is in that, that well, snow globe? well, we
2: haven't even gotten to my theory yet. Okay. I have a different theory. All right.
1: Well, let's true true. Let's hear yours.
2: Okay. So so my theory is um, basically like the, the standard Santa Claus theory in that, like, he sees you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. This family is now on his radar, so he has a snow globe so he can keep an eye on them.
1: So they're not actually in the snow globe is what you're saying.
2: Exactly. Bam. It's just his okay. window into their okay. lives. So okay. he can keep an eye and make sure that they keep the Christmas spirit alive. And the bell is to remind them about the ordeal that they went through because essentially... It, Max saved the day with the Christmas spirit at the end, the, the sacrifice. And they need to learn lessons. Exactly. So there's this little remembrance of what could happen if they lost the spirit. And so they have to keep it alive. Or Krampus will come back and I, put Grandma in the bay. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I'm, I'm sure pretty sure that's probably how it actually is. Because, one, Grandma got a bell as a child and didn't live an eternity inside a globe. Unless we are just we're inside a globe we're in, right.
2: globe and,
0: <laughs> we're in grandma's globe. she could have escaped <laughs> she could have escaped yeah. she could have escaped that's round one globeception <laughs> oh yeah so that's that that's um possible i do like that that's like a more positive like traditional christmas movie ending um the the only question that i have is well like what is the symbolism then or the function of them being kind of eaten in hell like, like, thrown into a I also don't know. <laughs> so I, may, maybe it's that
1: they, they wake up in the morning and, like, suddenly the world is different, you know? And maybe that's um, them being put in the, the snow globe. It happens while they're sleeping. Krampus sort of, like, swoops them up in some sort of ethereal world where they're inside his toy box, his sandbox, and he's playing around with them for the next 24, 48 hours until, until they've
0: living the air yeah and then
1: and and then he he dumps them into like the fire pit to hell which actually turns out to just be them waking up the next day like is it just like he's it's a magician move like he's pulling the rug out from underneath them by tossing them into what they think is going to be hellfire
0: it could be it could be it's like i want you to think about what you've done so this is like
1: the ultimate arrested development style dad move (laughs) and that's why you don't lose your christmas spirit
2: that's kind of the weird thing and, and where I kinda of get hiccuped is with some of the themes of the movie because you'd think, especially with how strong it starts with this like anti consumerist message with the with the Black Friday, which is a wonderful mm-hmm. opening. Oh, yeah. I love the All opening timer. of this movie. Um like the slow motion, just like mad dash, and the fighting over the giant teddy bear,
0: trampling on him. Yes, somebody gets
2: tasered. Like it, it's wonderful, and it, it totally embodies like the uh of the season starting that everybody, that feeling that everybody gets. You know, when you're not in quarantine time and you don't have any any real Christmas yeah. <laughs> yeah. ahead of you. I can no longer but, relate. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, once once Krampus and his minions are around, like you do, kind of have the um the toys running around being evil but like I don't know if that's necessarily saying anything deeper about the gifts or the message of gifting or like the the shopping and expenditure of Christmas and then yeah they're thrown into hell and I have no idea what that means
0: yeah that's interesting to me yeah what is the role of the toys
1: yeah suddenly while you started talking about it now I'm just like oh, wait okay is it just that like what we should be spending like what we should be exchanging is time together it's love is love is it
2: love <laughs> yeah
1: and but instead we give, e- we, instead we it give each instead we give each other like toys it's, it's just like here i spent money on you enjoy this and it's like it's hollow and it's empty and it could
0: you and it, it consumes
1: best. you i don't know i don't know man I'm well, here.
0: The, the things you own own you <laughs> to paraphrase to paraphrase are our, our modern song champions papa roach
2: <laughs> but it, the weird thing too is it's not even related to like a level of effort because um the mom of the family she's been cooking all of these amazing like wonderful christmas Mm -hmm. eve dinner stuff some really ornate meals and the family obviously uh the cousins that come are more laid back easy going like traditional americanized meals and so like they're not really into that food and she's insulted but there's so much effort that went into making this Christmas special and this Christmas dinner special yeah it's almost like well why didn't she get credit from Krampus like I think that's a spirit thing she's just sick of the whole the whole season but
0: yeah because I mean because also she didn't have anything to do with the conflict that provoked him like ripping up the list and being angry like she Mm -hmm. wasn't even there so her she's been just trying to be good and put up with her family but maybe
2: it's because her objective is wrong like she was doing this fancy meal, but it wasn't really for them. It's it was for, for her. her.
1: But I mean, here's here's the the worst mm-hmm. part about that too, is that Tony Collette, uh Tony Collette's character's aunt, shows up, and her aunt is the, the one person that you don't necessarily want to see on Christmas, right? Like it's just like it's a bear oh, yeah. that is stomping around the house. Shitting on everything. Complaining about everything, poking you until you blow up. And what did I do? So yeah, like I feel I feel real bad for Tony Collette in this movie. And then okay there's also another scene with Tony Collette too and like I'm just thinking about like how she prepares her meals they're super fancy they're Martha Stewart style they're maybe more for her than they are for anybody else cuz I don't even see at
0: Yeah the table yeah. set though so, so I mean, elaborately she's in the kitchen
1: by herself doing what flambé is that Yeah is that well, what it talking? is flambé <laughs> hey, Thank you and um eh. <laughs> like, I know right like the treacherous
2: flambé you know <laughs> Um
1: you know like Instead, Princess what she flame. should have been doing is trying to make a fire for the family to sit around and spend time together. But even the angel that she has on the tree, her sister remarks, like, Oh, I didn't I didn't know you you got that. She's like, Yeah, I took all of this stuff. Mom Mum would have wanted us to keep it. But rather than sharing it, because the sister sounds like she also would have liked some that of those is Christmas decorations. Tony Collette just like mm-hmm. ordered them to herself.
2: Huh? Yeah, and it's crazy that the angel is one of the Krampus figures. I
1: know. I keep I keep forgetting about that because I want to go back and see if there's a Jack in the Box somewhere, and if
0: there's, I mean, Grandma's making
1: gingerbread cookies.
0: Yeah, yeah Grandma
2: is baking.
0: Yeah, huh? yeah, because like all these things are like a perversion of of traditional Christmas friendly family mm-hmm. iconography.
1: Yeah, damn, I love these monsters so much.
0: <laughs> Snowmen and snow beasts. I completely forgot about the snowmen. Yeah, the snow we haven't beef. even yeah. talked
1: about the snowmen. It's, it's oh. interesting
2: because they're like almost like like harbingers. Yes. Because they appear before yeah. anything goes crazy. So it's like first one creepy yeah. snowman, then a bunch of creepy snowmen. You're like, I don't think this winter mm-hmm. storm is normal. Yeah, you know, in some some
1: regard, if you yeah. woke up in the morning and like some kids had like made snowmen on your lawn, the
2: fact that they're pointed at the house is the weirdest thing. Well, that's
1: how you know teenagers did
2: it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I wouldn't be smart enough to creep anybody out with that snowman. I'd be like, ah,
1: it's Calvin and Hobbes, <laughs> man.
0: Calvin did it, of course. I
1: mean, that's the one person we can always blame this <laughs> on.
0: No, but I, I do think it's so creepy, like uh, like evil frosties that multiply. Yes,
2: and it's like, do they move when you're not watching them?
0: No. I feel like they do. They
2: have to. There's so many of them.
0: Because every, yeah, and they're animated too. And doesn't one get really close to the window?
2: I think so. There's there's so many at the end. Like when they when they're finally escaping the house and Grandma decides to stay, mm-hmm. there are so many snowmen behind them. It's the whole it's the whole lawn. Mm-hmm.
1: P.S. So Grandma Grandma sticks around to fight Krampus, right? And like that's the scene that we're we're talking about in this moment. That fuck how annoying yeah. must it be for Krampus to come down the chimney. Like the way he does it, it's like you would have to do yoga for 1200 years to figure out how to snake yeah. bend your neck down that chimney
0: hole because he's got And he always breaks the thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, like
0: why he broke it in the first house they saw. He always breaks it. I also it.
2: picture uh, Krampus being like a T-Rex and having like very short arms.
1: Oh, that'd be so great. So you just
2: picture him with his like huge back and gut down there and his like little hands in the air like. Uh,
0: uh. Trying to
1: whap kids with sticks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's like hunched over because like he's cr- he has to hunch to get use his tiny hands to get you in his big sack.
2: Oh, boy. Oh, he uses his tongue to lift you into the sack. He doesn't use his hands. <laughs>
0: oh that's, very pl- that's why he has helpers too sure. like the all the demonic elves which are like
2: mini krampuses
0: yeah basically like with uh like weird masks and iconography and krampus, stuff. Lights. <laughs> krampus lights what do you think they do the rest of the year
2: Ooh, maybe make evil toys i guess
0: yeah i don't know
2: they probably harvest evil They're... toys because all of those toys are living
1: it's a great question because the elves make toys and prep for christmas but like all these guys have to do is just like some like they just need to like pump iron and get ready to fight the next year like they're not bringing anything except despair so i guess <laughs> yeah. they listen to heavy metal yeah, exactly. and then summon the devil
2: oh they're probably like the evil muppets in uh, the <laughs> labyrinth they just like wait for people to, to mess up and they just like stay in a big ball of of muppety goo i like it until they're called upon
1: Okay. So they can bring okay. that bog of eternal. Starch. Yeah,
2: did she say it? Did
1: she say it? <laughs> oh, that's like that's the
0: kid ripping no. up the letter, like
2: <laughs> exactly. Did
0: he say he hates
1: Christmas? Is he doing
2: it? <laughs>
0: like, like, nobody says they hate Santa. I never get to do the fun oh, okay.
1: Well, that's that's one question. Like, and, and I don't know if this is necessarily addressed in the folklore is Santa at the head of this fucking twisted operation? Like, is Santa the one who's just like, yo, that Max kid didn't deliver that letter, was mean to his cousins, even though they totally deserved it. Send in the troops. Like, that does not sound like a good
0: move. I don't know. I feel, I feel like in the folklore, it seems like they are kind of in loose cahoots where he's like, okay, here's our division of labor. I will, I got all the good kids covered but the bad kids need what's huh, up? Like,
1: Krampus is the shadow government that's running behind the red curtain that is the <laughs> North Pole.
0: Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling it where it seems like that to me. Where it's like, like, all right, like you said, send in the troops, and Krampus is like, I gotta harvest some kids of myself.
1: I mean, everybody likes being getting put to work and having a purpose, but that just seems. Seems like a bad move on Santa. Well, part. I feel like
2: there's no Christmas union. So, I mean, you, you should be dividing the labor.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Like, the whole, like, we could do Santa for this show because he has, a, effectively, as far as we know, like, a slave army. Yeah, like,
2: what does he pay the elves? Like, rides on the polar bear? Like, we don't know.
1: <laughs> and gingerbread. P- both, <laughs> both of these arms of our spiritual
0: government are completely unchecked.
2: And Willy Wonka, for that matter. Those poor yeah. Oompa Loompas.
0: <laughs> And then on top of everything, they're like Walmart greeters. They're forced to sing. (laughs) Oh, right. That's that's rubbing salt in the wounds. (laughs) It is. Like, I remember watching this old uh, Walmart, uh, this documentary about Walmart called like the high cost of low prices, I think. And they start off with uh, like this, uh, these workers, presumably workers doing like a chant with the letters in Walmart. And I got hardcore, terrible cult vibes And it just made me so sad. I'm like, you already pay them nothing. Just let them go. Don't
2: make them sing.
0: Let them go home to their (laughs) family. Don't make them pay you with their soul. Exactly. And so I feel the same with like that oompa loompa. I'm just, oh, just let them go, man. (laughs) It's just cruel. I
2: always grew up thinking that they were like sadists, but... And they were like really into these kids messing up like so much. So they're like, Ooh, we get to scoop up another one. But now that you mention uh-huh. it, like they don't sound enthused with that song. Well,
1: especially when you hear like Willy Wonka's, like, oh, yeah, you know, I was in my travels and I rescued them <laughs> from their native land where yeah. they were in danger. And I brought them here.
0: We've never heard that before. <laughs> no,
1: never. And it also comes at a time where he's like a crazy cult leader. Like. And
2: you conveniently chose not to have the wonka vision on while you rescued them, I see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Like you, you can see his like true self come out when they're in that tunnel. Yeah.
2: Which is wonderful. Like
0: he's like getting off in the terror of everyone. And that's my favorite part of the oh, whole
2: And his like half office is wonderful because it's like.
0: Like a half a cup of coffee, yeah, and a half a desk,
2: desk and you're like, you get nothing, and you're like, oh, it's scary, Wonka.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's got to be like that, especially with the dark elves. They got to know each other, right? Krampus and and
1: Wonka, like they're both big. They're Germans. They're fans of chocolate. They got to be vacationing together.
0: Maybe Wonka is like Krampus in the off season,
2: (laughs) (laughs) or like at least uh, attracted by the the whole claws gang. He's got to be doing some of the, the candy making for them.
0: I feel like it, because I feel like the quality of those toys is too high for it to be just like a roughshod production line. (laughs)
2: Yeah, like we're not just getting like wooden trains and dolls that blink. Toys now are Nerf guns. That's
1: that's another good question. When did he make the jump from bundle of stick to living, breathing jack-o'-lantern that can swallow you whole? (laughs) Jack in the box. My mistake.
0: That's a pretty big leap. I have so many questions about those toys, because one, you're right, that's a huge upgrade in like it, it's like going from like a TI 86 to like a PlayStation 5.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's a TI 86? You know?
0: <laughs> or like, like an old school graphing okay, calculator. Sure. Yeah. You know, I can do Pong on top of like a little bit of math. <laughs> I can and
1: write then... these. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, hold this upside down. Ha 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 ha. Like... Oh, <laughs> but, <man>. but then it's <laughs> it's just a mighty leap all of a sudden.
2: Yeah, they're, they're pretty intense, especially because in the original lore, like, he is almost like an anti-Santa, but they, they never met, specify that he's got, like, a bag of tricks in that an angel's gonna come out and eat your face.
0: <laughs> it's so weird to me, too, because I still co- keep coming back to trying to figure out, like, if they're alive or not. Man, that's a great question. He's eating, he's consuming people, you know? It kind of seems, John, like if, if I remember right, you said earlier, where it, it seems like it's wearing this face, but it's something oh, else. Totally. That's
1: like, yeah, absolutely. Right? And I, I, that's my absolute favorite part about Krampus, the, the fact that, he, and to be honest, I like to assume that he's wearing Santa's face. I
2: assume too. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: like, that would be the
1: awesomest mythos ever. Especially given that he shows up way before Santa's supposed to be there, right? Like, isn't it Christmas Eve, like the
0: morning of Christmas Eve? Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's it's not even close. It's like maybe he has dominion all of a sudden. He's just like, all right, hold on. They're going to they're going to see me coming with my sticks and my bag. I (laughs) I need need a clever (laughs) disguise. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's that Santa suited gent on your roof? those horns don't make me feel weird at all (laughs) yeah that's the
1: thing like he's doing a great job looking like santa like sure you know maybe santa's got bad posture he's been working hard he's an old guy we'll look past that but we cannot miss the horns
0: and the hoofed feet (laughs) and that he moves he doesn't like have a sleigh he just like demon hops from one house to another
1: like santa killed the ups guy yeah, that's that's another thing that like really I think honestly might have gotten added to to really screw with everybody's theory. Like either the UPS guy is also evil, or he the
2: UPS careers in hell.
1: <laughs> it's possible, <laughs> or or he's he's the two other options. One the globe happening whatever you want to call it of Krampus taking them and putting them into this ethereal world happens after the UPS guy shows up which actually doesn't make sense because he does deliver them a bag of Krampus stuff right
2: no that was there already he actually delivered right yeah that was yeah. there already he actually delivered UPS stuff. And he was- <laughs>
1: or alternatively he's driving around in the snow all night trying to find a way out of the globe <laughs>
2: Ooh. i I do
1: wish there was a scene where they drove that hummer up to the globe and tapped it so that way david keckner's character could be like i knew this damn thing was flat
0: i yeah i want that so so bad like the uh like the cabin in the woods moment like i want that yeah that would have been
1: real good
2: i think that's a great theory though that the ups guy like skirted in right before christmas spirit died and now he can't leave the globe
1: Oh,
0: that sucks. Because
2: he is the only one in the neighborhood.
0: That's so unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like driving in, you know, left his own devices and just sees this globe appear behind him and he's seen things. So he's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> like he knows what's coming. Yeah, it could
1: be like that Stephen King story. Uh, like a Christmas version of Under the Dome.
0: Mm. Yeah. Ooh, Under the Christmas <laughs> Dome. Okay, so, okay we, so we have a pretty wide range of interpretations. We have Kim's, which is more like, this is to enforce the Christmas spirit. And then he's watching them, but it's after they've learned a lesson. Uh, But it's kind of a more positive traditional ending. And then there's mine, which I've decided to double down on. It's the apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) And all there is, is Krampus harvesting, harvesting people on the entire planet. Now where, where's a, after hearing very widely divergent interpretations, John, where are oh, you at? I still
1: have. I, I'm not entirely sure. I like ambiguous endings where it could be this or that. Like I, I like imagining it as either a surveillance camera that now exists in their lives uh, that they they know mm-hmm. that there's something watching them, so they better keep their their um, their holiday spirit up. But I also love the idea of them being put in like a perpetual hell where it's Christmas every single day, and it's the one thing that they couldn't do like it's like they gave them a gift of like the perfect christmas morning where they were able to put aside all their differences and everything was great but then they every day remember that they're trapped in this prison like that sounds that sounds so great exactly
0: and they're resets forever
1: yeah
2: could you imagine only eating christmas sweets like over and over and over and over again
1: you say that but there's so many dinner rolls at christmas like i could eat dinner rolls all day every day
0: well, here's the thing, though, that's also weird. How how intricate is this, like, dimensional portal? Because we only see them in the one room. True. <laughs> oh, God. And then they remember. Oh,
2: boy. Yeah, it might be shrunk down. Are they
0: trapped in, like, an eternal prison?
1: Oh, now I'm getting bummed out. That's this dark. <laughs> is...
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I just... Uh, w- when you figure out where you land, man, I gotta know. Ooh. But I like the ambiguity, yeah,
1: though. Yeah, that's the... I, 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 love, I like where it ends off, because it could be one or the other, and... I don't know. Maybe it's up to them to decide. Like if, if they can't have the perfect Christmas together, they have to stay in that globe until oh. they do, and oh. then they get that out. I have no That's idea. That's
2: fun too. Like that that they have to like okay, you get a redo, but you have to like you don't get out, and it's like you're you're stuck oh. in the sorry land, and you have to roll like sorry. Oh yeah, like you
1: gotta get like the, the four, yeah, like you gotta get like it's what's this? It's
2: f- like four. I don't know. You have to roll <laughs> the right thing to get. What's out like Groundhog Day? Maybe <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like a Groundhog's Day where it's like you wake up and you're like, oh, well, it's day one thousand, but I still got to get my uncle to not That's be an much asshole. Than a board
2: game, neither of us remembered.
0: <laughs> but the, the, again,
1: the the wrinkle that gets added to that is Grandma's story because literally everybody in Grandma's life is gone and wiped out. Like she, true, Krampus
2: evolved with the times. You know, he softened up. He got some evil toys, rather than the evil root and stick. <laughs> And he's letting people...
0: <laughs> They're like, Americans won't know what <laughs> this is. He's letting people out if they learn their lesson. Okay. Okay. And maybe they just didn't. Yeah. Um, I also feel like there's like a weird sort of religious belief system there because if you look at like the masks that the elves make and parade in, uh, there's this weird trident thing on Ooh. some of their faces that's never
2: explained. I don't know if I've ever noticed that
0: yeah here okay i gotta show you this um link in the in the comments uh listeners at home you will not see this this will mean nothing to you but you can Let's take a um, look
1: at this trident situation we got going yeah on you here. can
0: listen to us do research
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is everybody's favorite part right
0: <laughs> oh yes, oh yeah that's why they tune in they're
2: like see they're what i mean almost like sailor moon villains
1: weird they're, they're
0: in the cult of Krampus. Sailor hell. They're
1: wearing fake faces, too. They're in
0: the cult of... Everybody Everybody in the club's got fake faces. Yeah, well, sorry, I
1: guess what I meant to say is like they, they're they like porcelain masks, but they're, they're cracking and stuff.
0: Yeah. It looks, honestly, it looks like um, yeah,
2: exactly. pagan sigils, probably.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So back to that, like, early yeah. mythos. Okay.
2: I love the faces. Save that image. No, <laughs> uh, oh,
0: that makes a really interesting thought because, okay... If it is, like, a pagan history, that explains why he's dressed in San- Santa stuff superficially with, like, a fake humanoid face on and all that stuff. Because he's just adopting this folklore to do what he always did before the yes. Santa folklore. So he, like, pre-existed Santa. And he's just taking a new form to, like, keep torching with the time. That's pretty like wonderful.
1: Yeah, I like this theory. This is, like, Freddy in New Nightmare.
2: Well, and I, I also read another theory where technically, like, Krampus is the, the son of a... Of one of the, the gods of like war. Okay. And it's like a Norse relating legend. Rad? Yeah. So, like, it could be this like evil okay. god.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: That has chosen to be evil yeah, Santa. Which... <laughs> for modern times. To keep up with the times, he's skateboarding, he's dressing up like Santa.
1: Even us gods need a pastime. <laughs> I like
0: whapping kids with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so here's my overarching folklore theory on, on Krampus now. This is just me off the top of my head. So there's this evil pagan god, right? And there's this upstart Santa at some point, St. <laughs> Nicholas, whatever. That's like that's like give toys out, whatever. And this evil pagan god just like, wait, you're doing what now? <laughs> oh, that's it. And takes over the North Pole, wearing Santa's face and iconography, and like kills the guy basically takes over all the elves
1: and co-ops them and turns and now he's just like i'll show you what to do
0: with kids on christmas
1: yeah i'm into it because hey we all know santa's not real but krampus one guy you gotta look out for.
2: you gotta be careful what you say john you don't want to bring krampus down i uh, believe in krampus who knows
0: <laughs> <laughs> too many times in a row you
1: get
2: yeah, nobody wants to be globed in this season <laughs> what are you
0: talking about we've all been snow globed
1: this season
2: yeah i guess that's true that is true.
0: A brass ornament was just rolled under my door, guys. Under the door? <laughs> I'm very worried. I have a chimney now. I have a lot at stake.
2: We just have to do this podcast forever until we learn the spirit of Christmas.
0: Oh, no. Seems all right. <laughs> I have one listener, and it's Krampus.
1: <laughs> He's very demanding. He only leaves five one-star reviews. What <laughs> a monster.
0: Like, oh, man. Yeah, I, I like the... Uh, the implied fatalism i think it's interesting i like that uh on one interpretation it seems like there's a whole splash effect where he's like okay that's it everybody in the community's gotta go now <laughs> yeah
1: we've reached a tipping point like ah, we're, we're gonna take you all down to hell we'll sort it out later
0: <laughs> i swear to me if you if you lose faith in christmas one more time
2: christmas spirit averages at gone
0: if one more
1: boyfriend tries to booty call with a candy caned bong, I'm coming down there.
0: He's like sleeping and gets like a like a call, like a business call on the business <laughs> line from Santa. Like, yo, there's another booty call. He's like, wakes up in a cold sweat, what? <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> on Christmas? One more time. Oh. Oh, so I you know, I love it. That's why I think it ultimately gets like a like a four for me, because. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but there's just so much implied in the detail. Like, the masks and the sigils and the, like, maybe living toys and gingerbread men. Yeah, no, I feel like you've opened our eyes to, like,
1: some new theories that we've never even, like, noticed before. So this has been a lot of fun. And, like, yeah, Krampus, super fun (laughs) movie. Like, yeah, sure, it's not perfect, whatever. But, I mean, it's better than watching It's a Wonderful Life.
2: It's hard not to enjoy it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, you have to be really trying to not have a fun time watching Krampus. It, it's it's so easy to fall into because, like, you're looking for something with the Christmas spirit around this time, but you also want it to be a little evil. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you have any, like, uh, any winter holiday classics that you always watch every time? Are you talking, summer? like,
1: horror classics, or just like, you're talking, like, a regular, normal Altogether.
0: <laughs> altogether. I would assume, if you guys, I would assume that horror is in there, but... But anything. Uh, Home
2: Alone one and two are, are I think, my like immediate go to. Absolutely, have to watch it. So yeah. So,
1: so every perfect. december And Goodfellas is another is <laughs> yeah, another we big really one.
2: really like Goodfellas, and there's a Christmas scene. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's a there's a few Christmas scenes in oh. Goodfellas. Like he's all coked out of his head. I there's forgot a Christmas that. Tree in the background. I forgot that, but that counts.
0: Yeah. And
2: uh, for horror, like Black Christmas, of course, the original Black Christmas is mm-hmm. just perfection. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, it's interesting uh, on on the Home Alone front. I noticed like a soft Home Alone reference that I didn't catch the last couple times I watched this movie. uh, Krampus, yeah, where like when they're first getting in the house, right? Because it has the intro montage, and then the family first enters the house. Max just got in trouble for ruining like a Christmas pageant thing because he got in a fight with someone who is being an asshole to him during the pageant, and that's straight up, yeah. That is yeah. total
2: home alone card. At
1: least he doesn't have a bigger, shittier 100%. brother like Buzz, who just sort of like filibusters yes. his way through an apology,
0: <laughs> and then they look at him like he's a goddamn angel. Oh,
2: uh, and he calls him a trout sniffer. <laughs> oh
0: man. <laughs> yeah, he, like uh Max just has like cousins that the dad wishes were sons. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And they're so offended that, but it's like, uh, it seems to be true at face value. Yeah, they're they're definitely they're definitely all geared up
1: for hunting and i love i love too that like the ones that
0: they're everyday wear
1: they're easy to shop for that's so true i love they show up they're like hey sorry the girls are a
0: bad mood the steelers lost. (laughs) (laughs) i mean whose day would that not
1: yeah that's always a bummer sports
0: Oh, that's so sad. Every day in that snow globe, the Steelers have lost. <laughs> oh, every I didn't day even for turn- think about that. <laughs> oh, that's
1: that's, funny. that's a little Christmas gift to Max. Like Krampus Kramp laid that down <laughs> just for him.
0: <laughs> oh. But yeah, so so for me, I always uh I always watch the Home Alones. Um, I always watch Krampus and uh Rare Exports back oh, yeah. to Back.
2: We haven't really gotten into rare exports. Uh, we need to give it a good a good watching.
0: Yeah, I just don't think
1: we were like in the mood for it. Uh the last time we really gave it a, a good watch but yeah
0: yeah it's a little it's a little different um but i enjoy it i like the the that all mall santas are like re uh are retrained sand yeah you so helped. like
1: i love the shorts that the the movie's based on i think i love i love the backstory yeah. of all of that um but for, for whatever reason the movie's got too much like of um well, I don't know. It's been a little while since I've seen it. I should probably watch it again. But like, I, I do love the Santa creature in that movie.
2: But like, Santa's like this feral thing that yeah. has to be
0: trained.
2: <laughs> yeah, they,
1: they hunt him down and stuff.
0: Yeah, they just like trapped him in a lake for a long time. There's one on Shutter that I'm looking to um, check
1: out. Like a first-time watch for the year called she uh, which I think is or it's French. It's translated to Satan. Uh,
0: uh, uh, it seems
1: like it's sort of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre style movie, but in France, yeah, set around Christmas.
0: Ooh! Yeah, oh, that's fun. Vincent Cassell's in it, be
1: being all crazy as he normally is.
0: We should coordinate like a watch party thing.
1: That sounds great. That'd be fun.
0: But yeah, so I love these ones. Uh, I feel we like we got some good. I feel we have some good theories going on Krampus that I never even thought of before. We're gonna crack it one day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, or yeah, I mean, we'll have infinite time in Snow Globe if we don't. That's true. Mrs.
2: Yeah. Mrs. Krampus is coming, guys. Oh like, man, we'll, I want
0: that movie so bad we're now.
2: Figure it out when when Mrs. Krampus comes comes down the pipe or up the yes. chute or however she gets <laughs> into our our verse.
0: No, no, no. Okay. So here's she comes like if you're baking Christmas cookies, she comes out of the oven.
2: <gasps> oh yes.
0: she just like knocks down the door and this giant thing pulls itself out of your oven in oh, the middle of your kitchen. Oh, That's man.
2: pretty wonderful.
0: Kim, we're writing this thing.
2: Oh, and then instead <laughs> of like putting kids in the sack, she puts them in the oven, and then when you open the door again, they're gone.
0: Don't and publish this that podcast, guys. You <laughs> oh, I'm going to admit this. This <laughs> is nope. this is just us.
2: If we publish the if we publish the podcast, it's copyrighted. The Ooh. idea is copyrighted. Oh,
1: podcasts yes. are the new sending letters to yourself. Exactly.
2: True.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Like the new WGA. Like like okay. <laughs> On uh, December second. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah exactly like I love it that would be like uh, oh that would be so cool it's, it's like the the origins of that whole like the, the folklore myth where like the witch bakes the children you know yes. like that's where it comes from it comes from like Mrs. Crumpus.
2: I love it I love it this. so much
0: <laughs> in my heart I've already seen this movie 87 times <laughs>
1: Man, it, it, you know, like, I, I know we're wrapping up, but I keep thinking about more stuff in this movie about how, like, you have to keep... Uh, it's it's just practical to keep a fire going to stop Krampus from coming down the chimney. We all get that. But, I mean, it does tie directly into not letting that Christmas spirit go out, right? Like, you gotta keep the Christmas it's spirit the alive. It's
2: the It's the center of the house. It's, it's the, the heart. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm just late to yeah. the party. Everybody, oh. everybody already gets it?
0: Oh. <laughs> so, Krampus throws them into a hell pit full of fire and apparently that's fine for him but a little Christmas hearth fire is like I can't come in that house
2: like didn't you come from and you have burned one of those cleaning logs before I came? <laughs> it's like, sooty. <laughs> My Santa yes, like, like, cloak.
0: <laughs> like I got this off the old Santa man fair and square, and I don't want it sooty. We don't have washing machines. <laughs> there are yeah, there are no dry
1: cleaners in your snow globe. I'm sorry to tell you.
0: But it's it's, it's kind of funny because like like all maybe Hellfire doesn't leave soot. I don't know. Um, I've never been there. <laughs> but i think it's funny because like uh even a lot of the christmas classics santa's kind of a dick in a lot of them oh all the time
1: true like
0: like i love the old rudolph because the the rankin and bass like the animation is awesome yes but like santa's a total tool
1: huge yeah he he hates everybody he hates christmas he
0: hates that the fact that he has to eat
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> nobody yeah, wants like, a skinny santa <laughs> yeah
0: uh one of the elves wants to be dennis he's like no you're a slave we don't have job diversification yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey your son's gross better cover it up so that way nobody else
1: has to look at him
0: Aww. yeah like but he's sweet like oh he's uh, i'm kind of He's kind of icky, though, right? Kind of hate your kid, right?
1: <laughs> like, Maybe, you know... He's like I, the first boy. I, I it's, You know, it's the excuse we give everybody who probably doesn't deserve one, but, like, you know, he's just under a lot of pressure.
2: He's an old man! <laughs>
1: he's an old, crotchety dude <laughs> set his voice.
0: Well, and, you know, like, he's, like, Mrs. Claus just got, you know, done going out of a folk's oven and, and putting their kids into things, so, like, he kind of misses her. <laughs> She's on the job. <laughs> She's
2: this is his twelve thousandth christmas cut him some slack
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man all these santa rules are so weird like if if santa dies on the job you could just put on the suit and know you're santa
2: that's that's a good rule
0: (laughs) yeah they really they really gloss over
1: that especially when you know that the other rule is that you have to be married and so the clause clause so what happened to that previous clauses wife and children like did they just like evaporate out of nowhere like back to philadelphia or wherever <laughs> they're from
2: your your kids were fairy tales miss um they, they don't come with you
0: no one's concerned about the fact that someone's dead <laughs> like, this is- yeah they're like oh well we have a we have a replacement that's fine yeah we don't that's care that's
2: like, does he not have fingerprints? Or do they just, like, evaporate those as well? Or- you know, the
1: most sinister part about that whole fucking thing is he puts the suit on, he gets in the sleigh, and when he's walking away, dead Santa waves oh, to Oh, it's him. my favorite. <laughs> like, with his little mitten hand, he's like, Bye bye, good luck with your Santa stuff. <laughs> Thanks for killing
0: me. Like, maybe yeah. the elves are controlling him for eternity.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Like, he's just happy. It's, it's yeah. like in Monster Squad when they kill the werewolf and he's like, thank you.
0: <laughs> or like in Kill List where, like, before he kills him, they're just like, thank you every time, weirdly, oh, for no boy. reason. Oh,
1: so weird. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: <laughs> Welcome oh. to the Christmas episode where we discuss Kill List.
1: <laughs> hey, I mean, you got a list, you check in twice, you kill
0: everybody on it. Uh, <laughs> bringing it home, John,
2: bringing it home.
0: <laughs> you know what? I feel like that's the perfect place to end. <laughs>
1: Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Happy
0: holidays, everyone. And thank you for watch Krampus and think about how it may or it's either positive or it is the ultimate apocalypse. The only two options. (laughs) That's it. Wait, actually, the the one last thing I want to talk about after concluding things, um, (laughs) (laughs) because I forgot about this. They at the very last scene, they jump the camera. Yes, they do. What's up with that?
2: it's like a pg-13 thing i think they're just like and and one final encore from your favorite misfit gang (laughs) the evil toys yeah
0: yeah i feel like was that like written just for like krampus 3d i don't think there i don't think there was one but it feels like it was like that type of scene
2: yeah like it's a it's a full-out gag like it has like are they literally there probably not
0: you guys don't like gags (laughs) <laughs> oh,
1: I'm sorry. Did you
2: love the the jumping the screen? Thing? It's not
1: like what made me jump to my feet and start applauding or anything, but like, yeah, I like it. I think it's <laughs> fun. Like, I want to see those monsters one more time. Oh, there they are.
2: Well, I- yeah, it's like they're the Muppets
0: yeah it's very Muppet-esque yeah uh it's just so weird to me tonally because I really do have like a dark interpretation of the film and it's like yeah that's that is very true especially when you start to like
1: really think about what's going on with that snow globe their eternal damnation and then like oh yeah by the way
0: toys (laughs) they put the horror comedy
1: in horror comedy gotta end with that drum uh the what are you oh I've lost it the whatever that's called (laughs) Rimshot, damn it
0: yeah yeah (laughs) there we go well thank you all for tuning in and uh special thanks to my guests john Dehan and kimberly elizabeth
1: thank you so much for having us man this was a blast you can find our podcast on (laughs) spotify and apple podcasts wherever you get your podcasts
0: absolutely Uh
1: and of course you can check out more of jeff ewing's incredible writing over
0: at nofspodcast.com heck yeah you can
2: which is still creature
1: and monster related.
0: You know what? I'm just leaning into the brand.
1: <laughs> it's a good brand. I think you should be. Fun. I think you should be happy with it.
0: Thank you. I it's working out for me so far. Once more, I'd like to extend a special thanks to our guests this episode, and to all of you out there listening. From the dawn of recorded human civilization, we've been fascinated by monsters and the monstrous. They've inhabited our dreams and nightmares. They've been our protectors and our villains. They've symbolized our fears and vices, our hopes and potential. Fears of creatures and the night that nourishes them were key inspirations and fuel for the rise of human civilization, the need to get out of the shadows, behind the walls, and into the light. In many ways, understanding our monsters is an important part of understanding our world and ourselves. So thank you for taking this journey with us, we humanoids from the Deep Dive. (laughs)